Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Unpaid and Underrated podcast, the podcast about the podcast about lifting, about nerfing. I'm Big Joey. I'm Big Keith. And I'm Big Kevin. And we are here representing the Massonomics Discord crew, which if you are listening to this, chances are you already know that. Um, first and foremost, Kevin, what are you wearing? Because I want to point out, I almost wore that. My son said, Daddy, wear the red one. And I was like, I better go find that shirt. So tell me what you're wearing. Yeah, I'm wearing the uh, Massonomics Raw Power shirt. I think it really pops. And I picked it out tonight because I I think it's a pretty uh, underrated uh, shirt that they have. I find when I'm sweaty, it sticks to my chest. That was the only thing. Yeah, there is a lot more more screen print on this one. There's a lot more power on that one. Yeah. Keith, what are you wearing, buddy? I am rocking the Natty for Life, the Natural for Life uh, blue t-shirt. It's one of my favorites. Probably the one that fits the best. It's the one of the few XLs that doesn't uh, fit like a medium. Works great for me. <laughs> I agree. I'm, more, I'm wearing my uh, blurry band tee. Mm-hmm. So now it was really funny. You didn't notice when you got up to get a charger uh, before we started recording, you have your background blurred. So then when you were out of frame, the, the shirt was blurred, but it was a blurry <laughs> shirt to begin with. So that was it, it. It made me do a double take, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, we haven't got into the drinks yet. So let's not get all into the blurry talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I am taking a, a brief step out of form and I'm going to start with a beer tonight. Nice. Uh, and that is because I have weigh-ins tomorrow. So the last thing I want to do is drink a ton of water and, you know, bloat myself with water. And um, at 9 a.m., I need to weigh less than 168 pounds. So today I was 166. So <laughs> that was before dinner. So the last thing I want to do is go in there and just push over so that I'm bumped up a weight class to the bottom of it. I'd rather be at the top of the weight class that I'm in currently. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go right to beer to kind of dehydrate me a little tonight. Gotcha. I was never uh, weighed myself after drinking a couple beers. So that's uh, that is a I guess it works. I don't know. Let, it, let I, us know next week. I discovered um, when I first decided I was going to drink a little less. Right. Because I drink more than probably the average person. I said, you know, what? I'm going to start drinking a little less. But I noticed that when I didn't have any alcohol, I weighed more. And it was just because I was hydrated. Because if I'm not drinking beer, I was drinking a ton more water. And I would, I actually, the only times I've ever gone over 170 were when I was not having any alcohol. So I'm thinking these one or two beers tonight might save me those couple of pounds. And then I'm going to eat a giant breakfast. Hmm. What what beers are? I don't, I don't think you mentioned that. I'm, I'm going to take a guess that it's a Keats, but maybe not. That's a very good guess, my friend. It <laughs> is definitely a Keats. There we go. What about you, Kevin? What are you, what are you drinking tonight, buddy? Uh, I've got a bush latte here. Thought I'd get oh, a little nice. crack. I see we have matching koozies here tonight. Uh-huh. Ooh. I picked mine up at the Arnold. A koozie. And I can Keith. see my koozies, but they're just out of frame. Uh, back to the uh, Wegmans Mandarin Orange. It's, uh, <laughs> we kind of buy it in bulk, so that's all I got for a while. I did have a couple. Uh, we have a uh, Trader not a oh, uh, Frick. What's that's the really bougie Pounder? restaurant that's not Trader Joe? Uh, what what it, maybe what uh, Whole Foods? Whole Foods. Yeah, so Whole Foods just opened up a couple months ago right here, and they have like a v- single serving uh, <clears throat> sparkling water. So I got one 
I think I posted my Instagram as a horrible segment, but it was a it was an orange creamsicle essentially, and it was really good. Uh, okay. So that's the one like I have the orange vanilla. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Exactly. Exactly what it was. And yeah. So that's yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It was orange vanilla. So that might have been the same brand that you had. Uh, so no, mine was President's Choice, but yeah, it's very you're like, right. Yeah. Very likely brewed in the same place. Like nobody's doing all this. There's not a multiple sparkling water brewers in the in North America. There's got to be like one that does all of it, and they just rebrand it as they send it out. And then the uh, the place that's right next to it is where uh, where Lacroix brews theirs because they just kept the catch the essence of the uh, the real brewery, <laughs> the essence of the flavor. I don't know if you've ever done it, but uh, or if they even still offer it. But Whole Foods on Fridays, I think maybe just in the summer, but they do a. Uh, like a five dollar wine and appetizer pairing, where you just walk through the store and they give you a sample of wine and a little snack to go with it. That's the best five dollars you can spend. Date night at Whole Foods. Head no. <laughs> I'm gonna if I ever get divorced, I know what I'm up to. Hey, married married people should date too. That's something that uh, yeah, I'm getting, we're getting back into is trying to do a uh, a just it's not forced by any means, but just like putting it on the calendar, doing it like once a week. 45 minutes, hour, two hours, whatever, like just no TV, no phones, just, you know, husband, wife time. All right. You come watch the kids for 45 minutes and we'll, <laughs> well, we'll handle yeah, that. I'm, I'm very spoiled <laughs> in the matter of, uh, of being, you know, no kids. So Dinks. I, I, are, are you a dink family? Double oh, income, that, no I, kids? I, I, yeah. Yes. I, I knew that analogy. I knew that uh, acronym. <laughs> I just forgot it. But yeah, absolutely. That is us. And that is, that's us for life. All right, we had a drop today, fellas. Did you pick anything up? I have not pressed order yet. I'm looking into the uh can't decide between the black and the red shirt. I went with red. Uh, I have a uh, I have two black comp tees and one pink one, and I thought yeah, I could use a red one. And I got the socks because like who doesn't? When I deadlift, okay, some sets and reps talk. Mm-hmm. Um. W- are there people out there scraping their shins and they deadlift? Absolutely. Uh, okay. A lot of it's going to depend on your barbell, also more. So, what kind of power? What 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 bar do you deadlift on? Like, I have the Bells of Steel Bear Steel. So, I mean, that's that should have some decent aggressive. Uh, oh no, it has so, aggressive knurling. Okay. When I deadlift, are you super conventional? I'm conventional. It okay. doesn't touch my shins. So Man, I'm just. Right. Am I just doing 400 pound muscle ups? Like, am I doing this wrong? <laughs> By the way, I've had multiple people in my gym break skin uh, on my Kabuki uh, deadlift bar in the last couple months. So it's definitely a thing. Um, who was it? It was uh, uh, one of the, the, the really big deadlift. The guy that has the all-time uh, deadlift record right now for powerlifting, uh, Dan yeah, Grisby. Yeah, because yeah. he has his legs shaved, and they're just – they're gnarly, man. Mm-hmm. They're just like – they're scars from like, you know, the top of his sock line all the way up to his knee. It's 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 foul. Okay. It is definitely a thing. When I'm deadlifting, like it just doesn't, it doesn't touch anything below my knees. I, it's, it's all air until I get over the knees and then it scrapes. I have actually no hair between my, like actually right around my massonomics tattoo um, is pretty much hairless because that's where the bar scrapes and, and rubs. But I, I always like, I was like, I better get deadlift socks. Like they seem to be a thing. And then it just, I've never scraped my shins doing it, which means am I leaving weight on the table? Possibly. Maybe I've always heard that the the shin your shin should be really close or in contact with the bar right as you're starting. Uh, I pull sumo and I have a ISF deadlift bar, and I always get that little scrape just off the floor, and then 
most of the scrape comes for me is on the uh, when I'm putting it back down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can. Yeah, definitely coming back down because you're not really, you know, it's just like you want to set it down as quick as possible without dropping it. And I can mm-hmm. I can see that for sure. Maybe I need to see uh, one of the, one of my uh, customers. They keep coming in and they have a powerlifting gym, mm-hmm. and they keep telling me, oh, "Come on down for some free lessons." And I keep going like free lessons. <laughs> like I I compete. I don't. Know, but like. Maybe I'm leaving. Maybe I'm leaving poundage on the table. I just wonder. Maybe I'm leaving poundage on the table, and if I started scraping my shins a little more and stopped getting sick, I might be able to pull some. <clears throat> I want to do three times my body weight. I, I like before I give up. I want to do 490 pounds. I want to do the three times my body weight because that's like top tier in my brain. Um, and so well, like you I might as well go. 495 because that's five plays and then you might as well go 500 because that's 500 yep (laughs) i know but it looks like at this meet juggernaut thinks i'm only going to pull 450 and i think juggernaut can go to hell i think my third attempt (laughs) is going to be 460 but anyway in july you ought to be able to get some pointers from some uh pretty big total guys out in uh out in aberdeen there might be a a, a two and a two thousand pound total or, or two there to, to to ask. Hey, buddy, can you uh, watch my deadlift real quick? I'm just gonna ask Big Jess, like if she's there. Is she confirmed right? coming. Like I, I, I haven't seen confirmation on that. So me and Jess used to chat, and then she randomly stopped answering, which is fine. She's like a huge famous powerlifter. Like I'm not gonna complain. But every time I ask, it's the one thing she doesn't answer. Yeah. I so I stopped asking. Right. Does she yeah. follow our uh, Instagram page? Not yet. Actually, she might. No, I'll confirm just that. Start, just start tagging her and like just once a week tag her and something about the 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 meat, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But it'd be her or Dan. I should have asked Dan at the Arnold, but he was busy. So speaking of powerlifting meats and uh, the lift hard, live easy. So Keith, you didn't grab anything from this one yet. No, no, I, it, I, we, I had a busy day when I got home from work and I haven't really, I saw it and I was like, okay. I've never wore a headband in my life. I've got an orange pair of deadlift socks that I'm in love with. Uh, the singlet was not available currently. I might pick up a meat shirt, but it's not something I would wear at that meat probably. I I don't know. Or to, to call back to earlier, like how I don't like change. Uh, I have an orange shirt that I wear at every meet. So like it gives me anxiety thinking about wearing a different shirt or something that I haven't worn in a, pre- a previous meet. So I love that they're doing it. I think that it'll be really cool seeing like, like people that aren't even in crew possibly pick up the shirt and wear it at meets and like Absolutely. support, you know, massonomics in general, just getting helping massonomics get their brand and their name out at just, you know, powerlifting meets uh, would be pretty cool. But I personally haven't grabbed one yet. But you got, should. I've got the uh, I've got a two obsidian ammonia because I got it customized with my my lift bearded hashtag on the back. Uh, I've got a lift evil Cthulhu one, but my singlet is also lift evil Cthulhu. And I just tried it on one day. I was like, that's too many layers of tentacles. So I, I figured I would get a nice red one from Massonomics because that would kind of round off all of the, the lifting companies I like, except for Live Large. <laughs> I might pick up one of theirs too. Those are those are good people. Yeah, doesn't your uh, Cthulhu singlet have some, some cool red accents on it too? I, I oh yeah, the, the angry nipples? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was actually thinking of replacing it for because of those because they actually distract me when I'm lifting. Right. And I, that's kind of like it was just weird for me, but I was hoping to, I was going to get the massonomics one. But then I thought to myself, I don't know if I'm ever going to compete after this competition. 
because it seems that every time I compete, I get injured right beforehand. And it's like, am I self-sabotaging or whatever? Like, who knows? Because I was, you know, leading up to it, I'm like, 460, easy for two reps, 450, yeah, yeah. And then going into the meet, I'm like, 425, please. Like, so I don't know. I don't know. It's a good car. Yeah. So you have all your openers and everything kind of dialed in, I'm assuming. And uh, do you have everything planned? Or you you, you don't seem like a planner like I would. When I go into a power play meet, I have all my attempts out like at least a couple weeks in advance down to like giving myself three options for my second and my thirds. Uh, You're just kind of a fly by the seat of your pants and wing it all. I'm going to go in with the opener that Juggernaut thinks I'm going to go in with. And if it feels good. I'm going to move up and wait. And if it don't feel good, I'll stick to what they think. Because they, right now they've got me doing 415, 425, and 440 or 450. But like I'm fairly positive, especially with the Kabuki deadlift bar, I'm going to add to 455 or 460 on my third attempt. Like it, it, Juggernaut has this weird thing where it only dials you in to 97% for your third mm-hmm. attempt. And like, why? Why would you leave that 3% on the table if you're out there trying to smash a PR at a meet? And And you're doing a push-pull, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing squats. My knees are... Yeah, so that should be able to save you a little bit more, too. Yeah. Yeah, You should have more in the tank than uh, if you were doing full power, for sure. I kind of look at it, and you know, we're still talking sets and rep, and I'm sorry, but um, there's there's two types of... Love sets and reps. Two types of people that go into these meets, and I've only ever done one meet. And I saw all of them in that one meet. And I was like, you know, you read the memes and you've never been to a meet and you're like, yeah, sure. That's kind of funny. But then you meet these people and there's the people there that like, like have a film crew filming their warmups and they take up the warmup room and they're the most obnoxious people. And like, they've got half your max on the bar, but don't touch it. I'm using that for my work. And I was like, yeah, but I'm going to do a rep while you're not touching it. And they still get all weird. Like those people are there for lights. Like they are honestly just there to get lights so they can say they did it. I'm not there for that. I'm there to go up against what I thought I could do when I walked in the door. So if I get red lit, because I I would rather lose trying than win leaving stuff on the table. And that's just how oh, I'm yeah. going into this sure. meet, right? Oh, if I got red lights, great. But I got red lights on my terms not failing a lift that's only 95% of my max. So that's our sets and reps talk. For more, go to my Instagram where you can see me hate powerlifting while I still do it. <laughs> so speaking of... We had some rankings come out. Uh, don't <laughs> If you've been following our Instagram or on the Discord, we've had some uh, some different uh, posts and some different data come across our table for rankings. Uh, I believe Big Nate, our, uh, our Technical editor guy. of the best, the best editor in the world that is, uh, got an email, or just a random email from a guy saying, with, with some uh, from data, uh, the numbers basically look like it put us, what, at uh, 26 <laughs> in Canada in the fitness realm and 87 yeah. in America. And well, then I, we got a... I got that email. It was me that... Okay, that was you. Yeah, okay. It came to the unpaid intern. <laughs> So okay. I assumed it was legit because like it must be from one of the the places we upload. Um, but it, it seemed too good to be true. But then I thought like out of 30, out of 30 podcasts in Canada, maybe weird land. That was my question. <laughs> <laughs> what is the pool we're taking these numbers from? So, yeah. <laughs> but so those were pretty cool numbers we saw. And then uh, uh, so then Nate shared a different link uh, from was it 
chartable or chari uh mm-hmm. charitable I, I'm, I'm not a speller so uh and that one had us at 231 in u.s uh it had canada is not available basically or that we dropped mm-hmm. out even but then here here uh, get this australia at 121 so our australia fans are apparently more robust than our american fans so if you are a Australian crew or an Australian uh, podcast listener, hit us up in the DMs and let's let's talk about it because I'm curious. Uh, I don't th- I don't know any uh, Australian crew. Yeah, I don't think we have any Australian crew. Uh, it was actually maybe a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, if you guys remember, I talked to Tanner about getting some uh, some crew data, uh, and so I have this. I actually owe everyone a another infographic having all the. Uh, number of crew in each state and each region and each country and it actually is a pretty cool breakdown it's it's close to what you expect i think i gave some of the raw data to in the discord earlier but i have a working on an infographic for it in the city of ontario uh, the city of ontario must be on there i assume uh no i didn't break it down that far just uh the province of ontario okay so there is no city of ontario um when they were I believe it was one of their anniversary episodes. They were talking about this particular on where they get people from. And they were naming cities. And then Tommy called Ontario a city. And that's kind of where I just started calling us the city of Ontario. Ah, I got you. So that's where that one comes from. So, hey, that's cool. Give us a five-star rating. We don't have a lot. So if you are listening to this, give us a rating, even if it's a one-star because you hate us. Any ratings are good ratings. Mostly if they're funny. The road to 69 reviews, guys. That's what we're on. Well, let's uh, let's get to the 69th podcast. I think that's our goal. At yeah. the end of the day, I think we all just want to get the uh, the unpaid and underrated podcast in the top 69 of fitness podcasts across the world. I think if we can do that, we have just, uh, six, achieved success. And that would make me a very happy guy. Well, at, at, at site 69, at spot 69, I think that means you and I have achieved success together at the same time. <laughs> oh you set me up good for that one <laughs> i like it i didn't even have that uh that wasn't even on my radar that's perfect so we uh we all kind of contribute to our show notes and i'm actually uh so joey me and nate uh contributed to show notes throughout the week and uh i'm curious if joey was sitting on that for well as he was sitting on my face earlier was he sitting on that one and just yeah, kind of was, waiting to pull it out that was pure improv it was nice. pure improv. Love it. good zinger uh, you have a thing you're thinking of doing for the lift heavy, uh, lift lift heavy live easy, the classic. Oh, um, the... possibly some stickers and some shirts. We're definitely going to so stickers are going to be 100. percent Shirts are going to be up in the air. I my my t-shirt lady is literally like I ordered uh, no wine cellar shirts from her like two months ago and they're still not in. Her like mm. machines broke, so like I'm not going to hold a prayer that I'm going to have shirts ready. Maybe. Um, but we're definitely going to get stickers. Uh, we actually, I wanted to use this, you know, segment to kind of. So we, I, I, I put up a poll uh, in Discord and on my Instagram. I think basically there was the two options were going to be the, 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 un, the oh, un, unpaid and underrated, just the the you and you in a circle, or the full podcast name with our uh, catchphrase in a square. And I want to say the the rectangle one won by like eighty to one as far as like the ratio. So. Definitely going to move forward with at least the bigger one. I can probably order a couple hundred of them for like 50 bucks, 75 bucks, something like that. So I think I'm going to go ahead and order that. Uh, while we'll have them on hand at the meet, um, I could probably be able to mail Joey and Nate like 25 a piece or something and just distribute it to anyone that's local to you. 
something like that. So uh, worst case too, I can literally, you can mail a sticker for like 30 cents. So if any crew wants stickers, once we actually get them, just reach out and I'm, I'll show me able to, you know, I have my wife make up an envelope because I don't like making up envelopes, but uh, we'll, we'll be able to get those out and get them distributed. But uh, we definitely think we're just going to go with this, the, 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 the full brand first, and then maybe uh, do a, a secondary drop later with the, the, cir- the circular one. That's more of the, the niche crowd uh, mm. that'll enjoy that one. That's the Is one it niche I or niche. For. That's one I'm. I'm it would I'm be niche. With. Niche. Yeah, I think I, I, Niche was the uh, the author that um, Frederick Niche, I believe his name was. Okay. Yeah, but you got to really know the, about that. Yeah, Nate will fact check on like a, a small to. a small shelf is like a niche. Okay, and a yeah, niche is just a little club that you're in, basically, or a, a small thing you're a fan of. Speaking of not knowing stuff. Yeah. Um, I got my own uh, emoji and uh, Discord React. And I think I owe an explanation as to why I wanted that because it kind of just comes across that I was being vain. Um, <laughs> but um, the running joke in the Discord and, of course, on this podcast and in my real life is <clears throat> I don't know any influencers or famous lifters. So I just kind of lift weights and put them down again. And then, like, you guys know all of these guys. And every time you talk about them, I'm like, I don't know who that is. And uh, I got sick of being tagged in Discord with people saying, I'm going to pull a big Joey and ask mm-hmm. who this person is. And I was like, just use the React. Just put my face. And if more than two people ask who that is, then you have to explain it. Like, that should be the rule there. That if you see that little reaction mm-hmm. and there's more than one or two of them, like, maybe give an explanation on who that is because... I just got sick of being tagged all the time because I get excited thinking somebody wants to talk to me and it's nope. They're just making fun of me a little. So <laughs> just when, uh, give me the react. Austin spoke up in the, in the discord earlier today, mm-hmm. like we were talking about uh, someone else said, uh, Oh, he's alive. And I, I reacted to that one with your who face. That's funny. <laughs> that is That's good. funny. He's been gone a bit. Yeah. He's, he's doing some stuff, but then we so, also go ahead. Oops. So with, so with the whole the bit of Joey, does Joey know who it is, et cetera? So you've been listening to the do you do you ever go follow the uh the guests that are on the the the, the mothership podcast and then like start following them, or is it just like, oh, that was a cool interview. I still have no interest to follow this human being. Like what's the how 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 does that go? Because you follow big Jess. Yeah, so that's actually based on their appearance on the podcast. Okay. Uh, I would say that 90% of them um I don't. Unless they said something that like, I was like, man, I got to know that person a little more. Uh, interestingly, I've always, I haven't always, but I started following Calgary Barbell about a month ago. And then he was on the podcast. So that was kind of interesting that, you know, somebody I actually followed showed up. Uh, Big Jess, only because of Massonomics. Same with Dan Bell, only because of Massonomics. Um, uh, Discovery Deadlift. Um I actually, the first time, so people started sending me his video because he had like this, like one that went viral and it had like the mute, like the, this like music with, you know, some hard hitting sounds like a haka in the background. It went kind of viral. And all I thought was like, this is a gimmick. I'm not following this gimmick. And then he was on Massonomics and it turns out I love that dude and like his message and everything he said. So like, he's one that I, I follow, but then like I actually reached out and started talking to uh, where some of them I just follow. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm interested in what you got to say. 
And then there's people that have never been on the podcast who I'm actually a fan of. Uh, Mike Van Wick, I think he's never been on the podcast, but um, I think he'd be an interesting guy to have on the podcast because he does a lot of the anti-influencer influencer stuff that I like. You know, the, the all bark, no teeth type of stuff that he so i like him a lot but i don't think he's been on the podcast i'll get him on this podcast first yeah i don't i don't i i insert joey's emoji i don't know who that is so uh yeah that would be that would that's something we we have to figure out down as so like we're gonna obviously get all the crew on as many like all the one you know we still have a few more guys that have helped build the podcast and then there's probably gonna be at least i would say there's probably at least 40 or 50 people that we won't have issues getting on the app. Like we'll have a year's worth of people that are willing and excited to get on the podcast after that. I don't know. Like, are we going to ever want to branch out and just, cause I could, I think we could, I know I could get a couple bigger name guys on like our in crew, but like, you know, don't necessarily contribute or anything. So it's like, we want to go with like people that have been on the other podcast as well. But then it's like, we just we can't just, it'd have to be our own thing. We can't just do a, the same, you know, interview that we're going to those other guys we're actually getting to know people uh so that's something i think that'll evolve over the next year because i don't joey and nate and i don't know yet i don't feel like we haven't really figured out what we want to do with this but i'm confident we'll have a year worth of solid content and after that i mean as but also as crew grows too like yeah you know crews it crews at about 300 and i would say at least a third of those are pretty active so even if we if at hell our goal is just to get 50 to 50 to 70 percent of the crew on that's almost two years just insert the joker do i look like a man with a plan because like <laughs> no i like planning man i like this is where kevin and i are get are, are a lot more in sync uh mm-hmm. we, we both like just data and preparation i feel well speaking of the main podcast uh let's chat yes. about our our newest sponsor this is a relatively new sponsor that just joined us and it is the massonomics podcast uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. See, the joke is they've always been a sponsor. <laughs> yes. um, but if you want to jump in and join us, all this talk of crew, and if you happen to be listening to this, you might be crew, but you might also not. You might be crew adjacent. Maybe you're one of Kevin's friends, one of Keith's friends. I don't have any friends, but like you're kind of interested in what we're talking about. You can go to massnomics.com slash join. Sign up for the monthly supporting membership. There's lots of tiers to jump in on. Um, none of the tiers get you any more access to anything. You just get to give people more money. Um, I think there's only one pierogi tier in the crew, um, but he shall not be named at the moment. Um, he'll be on the podcast eventually. Um, but uh, that's that's it. So we talked about the drop. Get in on that. I talked about our shirts. You know, obviously this is one of our favorite things to wear. But that's uh, that is our first and biggest sponsors, massonomics.com/slash/join. Uh, so what do you think, Keith? Should we get our guest on the horn? Yeah, I think uh, I'm not sure if we'll be able to. I don't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so let's let's do it. All right. Let me uh, dial this up. Uh, Big Kevin, is that you? Oh, hey, guys. Big Kevin here. <laughs> hey, Kevin. You are live you on the underrated and unpaid podcast. I think I'm going to do I'm not going to get tired of that bit. I'm going to do that bit every time. Um, so for those of you that don't know who Big Keith is, I mean, by now you got to know who we are. Um, <laughs> I, I, I hope they all know who Big Keith is, buddy, because that's me. I'm, I'm one of the co-hosts of the There's too many Ks you, going on right now. But there might be a Big Kevin that yeah. they're getting familiar with for the first time. Hey, Big Kevin, in yes. 30 seconds or less, who are you? 
Okay. Uh, I am a former high school college athlete, uh, now mediocre powerlifter living in the great Midwestern state of Ohio. Uh, got my basement gym here and been following Massonomics for a couple of years, and they've really gotten me into the, uh, you know, re- really getting into the lifestyle of lifting hard and living easy. You know, not taking it too seriously, but just serious enough. Hell yeah. Now, yeah, that introduction, I feel like we've uh, pretty much knocked out every question we had for you, buddy. So, you know, let's right, go well, over we'll and underrated. <laughs> no, we've, 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 we've got some good ones uh, lined up for you here, too. And uh, we can keep this train rolling. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you are the first guest other than Nate, uh, Big Nate, sorry, that um, has met all of us. Mm-hmm. We yeah, I met out... you guys both Garland this year. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, we yeah, hung actually, out, uh... me, you, and Big Nate for almost the whole day this Saturday. Mm-hmm. After after you know Keith had to uh, exit exit the building, um, but I was, you know it was really cool to hang out with you guys and uh, you know uh, what was your first uh, impression of Keith? Um, you know, j- just like the uh, Massonomics guys, taller than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's ironic because I'm like five eight. So I, I I thank you for the 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 the, the joke, I guess. <laughs> No, he was I... actually the one who uh, ran out my uh, my special day pass out to me. Uh, so I met him out in the concourse and brought me over to the to the booth where all the other guys were. And so I you know, got to see Keith first and got everyone else in there after that. Hell yeah. Yeah, Tanner, Tanner put me to work with that one. Uh, oh, and you also met up with Eddie and Nate at the Live Large. Oh, I'm so jealous. I wanted to go to the Ohio pizza. I that, really did, that's... but... Uh, that's my go-to pizza place. If I'm looking for, you know, something quick and easy, you know, you can get. Some, I'll, I'll get something local. But if I want some good pizza, I'll go to the Ohio Pie Company. We got there's two locations, and I'm like smack dab in the middle of both of them, so it's a good time. So you're ever coming through northern northeast Ohio. That, that's the spot to be. So it's not in Cleveland. Where's it? Where's it actually at? Because I we go to Cleveland periodically. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's there's one that's closer to Cleveland. That's in a suburb called Rocky River, uh, relatively close to the highways, 90 and 71. Um, and then the other one is maybe 45 minutes south of Cleveland in Brunswick. And that's also right off of 71. So I've actually been to both locations now. I met up with uh, Big Nate and Big Eddie at the, the Brunswick. And there's actually a little arcade back there, too, and a little dining area. So mm-hmm. that was a, that's where we actually did uh, some of the drink spot or trick shot challenge while we were there uh we actually set up a couple uh drink spotters and some uh some red solo cups and eddie brought a bunch of ping pong balls and we were just trying to come up with something silly to do and people next to us looking like it like like what are these guys doing (laughs) over there and we actually got one of them to come over and just like just try something and and he actually uh made one after a while oh nice uh good news it looks like hey you have a baby due in September? Am I breaking news? I do. I do. Yeah. So uh does the rest of the crew know? Should I have not brought this up? Should we edit this out? No, no, it's that's his all wife good. gave uh, me all this hit. Yeah, Mrs. Big Kevin uh informed me with about six pages worth of information on Kevin and told me to kind of have at it all. So she did not put a caveat on this is not public. So I think we're in the clear, but I I I did not know until I read it in uh, my, you know, when she slid into my DMs the other day and mentioned it. So I was at uh, congratulations. Is that the first? Yeah, this is our first. Hell it's yeah. actually uh you know, it's 
one of the reasons why I'm actually not going to the uh, the meet in South mm-hmm. Dakota this year. Um, you know, so I think that's a pretty good excuse to have. You know, don't want to leave a you know nearly eight month pregnant wife home alone. You know, sixteen hours away. Now that so. you say that, now I remember you saying that in the Discord. Yeah. Because we yeah. were trying to apply some pressure and you were just like, I'll just make the baby wait. And I should have clued in. <laughs> I should have clued in at that point. There. No, I was actually one of the, uh, I think I was actually the first person to sign up for the meet in December, the, the mm-hmm. day the, the registration came out. And then like two weeks later, got the positive pregnancy test. We're like, well, that's going to change. Yeah. Yeah, obviously that takes precedent. Uh-huh. Were you able yeah, we're to, excited uh, for that. And, and while we're talking to... about my wife, I'm just going to give her a quick happy birthday shout out. You know, by the time this comes out, her birthday will be the following weekend. So that's coming up. Oh, happy birthday, Miss uh, Mrs. Big Kevin. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> you were a kicker in college? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. What, uh, tell me about that. Like, does that translate to what you do now at all? <laughs> Um, the, the actual on-field stuff, no, not at all. But I will say for sure, uh, playing in college was definitely contributed to a, where I'm at now. Um, so I wasn't bad by any means. I, I was good enough, to, you know, to get on the team. It was a small D3 school in Ohio, so uh, not not a huge deal with that. But for whatever reason, our little school had like half a dozen to a dozen pretty good kickers year in and year out and i just wasn't one of the best one of them so what i got i got my competitive you know kick no pun intended uh mm-hmm. in the weight room uh so i'd be lifting with you know all the other position players and you know doing my best to keep keep up with them and all the strength and conditioning work that we did and uh one of my good friends he actually first got into powerlifting also a kicker um but few years before I did and you know he finally came through and uh uh came up and did a meet with me so that was the first meet that I did four years ago now yeah 2019 um so that's what really got me into it so yeah so what's more fun kicking or deadlifting ah I think I probably got to go with deadlifting um just because I'm better at it and it's more relatable to other people there's more people to do that um but you know I, I really did enjoy kicking um uh but i think the the best part about being on that team was more the camaraderie of it yeah like yeah being on the field's fun you know and doing the you know the actual sports part of it's fun but the the best memories that we had from that was just being on a team and you know whether it was at practice or the weight room or or afterwards just just the good memories we had from that I can definitely relate to that going back all the way to like high school football. And like, I feel like that's kind of like that camaraderie that I had, you know, playing, you know, high school football, you know, middle school football, the same guys for six, seven years. Like there's never been able to recreate that. Uh, this, the, the crew that we are a part of now is some of the, one of like maybe the closest things I've had to having that camaraderie. So that's why I'm, dude, I'm so stoked for July, actually being in a room with 30 guys that you're essentially on a team with in a, in a, in a crew with you. Like that's, that's going to be really cool. Um, follow up there real quick. When is the last time you kicked or punted a football? Ooh. Curious if something you do recreationally, like if you if you're out there in the field with your own team, right. just kick kicking into the woods and you know. 
Yeah, uh, not so much anymore. Uh, there was a few years afterwards that uh, um, even after I was done playing that uh, I would go back to my high school and uh, kind of help out the, the young kickers come up through there. But since I've moved a little bit further away from home, it, it's been harder to, to keep doing that. Um, so it, it's got to been at least five years since I kicked a football, I think, at, at least in, in any serious manner. You know, I, I think I've you know, might have you know, punted a football, you know, 10 yards to my little nephew in the backyard, but actually going full out. I haven't done that in a long time. Okay. You guys know if you're having oh, follow-up to the follow-up. <laughs> and I think we're about to touch on the same thing. Are you going to raise a power lifter or are you going to raise a football player? I'm going to raise an athlete. Hell yeah. That's good answer. Yeah. Good answer. What, so, whatever it is. They, they like those things. Uh, I'm not going to force anything on that, but um, no, if I can, I will do whatever it is that makes you happy. As long as you're doing mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you guys in the know or in the public? Or have you made it public if you're having a boy or a girl yet? Is that something you? Uh, uh, we're we're not going to find out actually. Oh, we're nice. Gonna, wait till they get here. That's there what. It, that's what we did for our first. Uh-huh. Um, we were kind of on the table about it. And um, I've never really shared much of this story. This is all personal stuff that I don't share with the world. Um, but we were on the fence if we were going to decide. I had a girl's name picked out probably for the last decade. Like, no matter what, that's what she's going to be named. Um, but then I remember meeting a nurse. She said, are you going to find out? And I said, I don't think we're going to. And she said, don't. It's the only surprise left in life. And I was just like, oh, Okay, yeah. well, you're a pediatric nurse. I'm with you then. So we didn't find out. On the second one, we were like, who cares? Yeah, right. But on that first one, yeah, that was, um, that's the best way to do it, man. Good work. Thanks. Not that I know a lot about fathers. Uh, but <laughs> speaking of being a father, uh, there is, you know, no other discords, but I'll send you an invitation to the Stout Daddies. Uh, there's a lot yeah, of I'm, overlap between us, mm-hmm. unless you're already in there. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I, I've, I've been meaning to look more into that. Yeah, there's a lot of overlap right now uh, between the crew and the Stout Daddies. Mm-hmm. A lot of the dads from the crew are already there, uh, but he's yeah, going to be doing his first with, uh, shirt. Ground running it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I have some fun in there. It's nowhere near as active as you know the crew Discord, but uh, it is always fun. A lot of a lot of dads talking about just dad stuff, just just straight up like, hey, I hit a good lift today, or you know, my kid got to watch me lift. They, uh, you know. I was in there saying, you know, it sucks that my kids are sick, but getting the cuddles when they're sick, like it, it's kind of like a backhanded compliment, right? I want these cuddles, but so yeah, I'll, remind me, I'll send you an invite to that. But there's no other discords. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so to, 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 to play off of a, a word that Joey said, uh, he mentioned overlap and that uh, harkens back to when I met big Kevin at the Arnold and he gave me a sticker for his gym. And I believe it had a uh, take a lap as a uh, catchphrase on it. And I, I got I, I actually I believe one of the hosts uh, we were all around their booth and one of the hosts mm-hmm. asked you what that meant. <laughs> and you gave a kind of a, a little rundown on that. Is that something you want to talk about uh, real quick? Because I thought it was pretty. Inter- I, I enjoyed the story. I think the the, the masses yeah. would enjoy the story. Yeah, sure. Um, so take a lap was a um, it was a phrase that my Uncle Pat used a lot, you know, as a. Uh, um, like, like someone's acting up at the, in the night, you know, um, they're like, ah, go, go take a lap, you know, get out of here, go take a lap, go cool off. It was just something he would say to, you know, basically tell you to calm down or relax. 
And uh, three years ago now, uh, he unfortunately passed. And um, kind of in his memory, uh, my dad and the rest of their siblings set up a foundation, now called the Take a Lap Foundation, to uh, basically just support the community in his name. And um, so we actually, just last weekend, there was a, uh, you know, a couple couple dozen people went out and did a, a day of service in, in you know in the name of Pat and uh you know just to be out there and supporting their communities in any way they can so it's a nonprofit fundraising sort of organization and um yeah the, the whole purpose is the uh the faith family and community aspect that that Pat preached throughout his life that's really things cool. to live by yeah it's a, it's no that's really neat uh, yeah i wanted you i wanted, I wanted you to be able to share well, that on the, the episode because i like that stuck with me at the arnold so i wanted to uh you know sh- you know have you share that with everyone no it's, and and as you were saying it i just realized like that's it's such a better way because nowhere in the history of telling somebody to calm down has anybody calmed down right so take a lap figure it out things like mm-hmm. if you can find a better way that has a little bit of authority that's really cool yeah. Well, take a lap literally meant like also run a lap. Like like Oh yeah, me, like, like go run around yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, for 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 sporting for sports too. Yeah. Like if you're if you're busting, you know, if you were if you're acting out like on the team, like I mm-hmm. I I'm a, I'm I'm ashamed to admit it, but I I was told to take a lap multiple times throughout my my playing career because I was a little bit of a smart ass. So, there was that. So. All right. Um I want to do something that I forgot to do last week. Uh, and I apologize to all the listeners. Uh, I told a silly story, but I did not ask the silly question uh, okay, that me and my wife come up with every week. Um, now, I, I heard you love dad jokes. I do. Okay, so do I. This is not a dad joke, but I want you to consider these in the same silly vein as a dad joke. Okay, and this is for both of you to answer. But if you get stuck, I'll give you my answer. Okay. How, how many penguins is too many penguins? Three. That's your limit. Like if you were just if you were at a zoo. Oh, and well, and, and I, I thought it was more like if I had to own penguins. There's really one. I guess if it was a. Do we have our druthers? Of course, you have your druthers. Yeah. <laughs> you can even ask me questions. Like this is a conversation. It's just how many penguins would it take for you to be nervous? Like if okay, you were that's... walking down the street. And somebody was like, hey, man, be careful. There's some penguins down there. Like, in your brain, would you be like, okay, there's three penguins. I better avoid that. And then you turn the corner and there's like 50. So, like, in your opinion, how many questions, how many pigeons would be an overwhelming pigeons? Penguins would be an overwhelming amount of penguins for you. Well, I I could even just say one penguin. Because if if there's a penguin out around my neighborhood, like, something's wrong. (laughs) But to be actually concerned about it, you know, yeah, see, no, no, see, maybe why? not emperor pe- penguins. Yeah, let's talk cute penguins. Can get pretty big. Let's talk those big penguins. What's like the diameter? Like, how big is it? is a penguin? Like two feet tall? Like twenty pounds? I have no clue how big a penguin. An is. emperor penguin's as big as me and you. Oh, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're gigantic boys. jerks. So let's so just we're say talking we're about talking those. about no, we're talking about those cute little penguins because I don't believe you when you say one. Because if you saw a single penguin, you'd be like, hey, guys, that's weird, right? Yeah. yeah. But it wouldn't make you uneasy. 
right. so like how, how many penguins is an overwhelming amount of penguins i probably have to say like two dozen or so then mm-hmm. so like that that seems like a lot i think i think mine's about 15 i think mine's about mm-hmm. like where are we gonna do with all these penguins i think would be about 15 would be that limit for me especially if you had to be in charge of them. Like there's so many places to go with that. Somebody walked up to your house and they're like, Hey, I'm dropping this off. It was sent to you by some stranger. It's like 15 penguins. It's too many. Oh penguins. yeah. That, 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 I should be at a much lower number then. If that's <laughs> well, I just like, yeah, you have your druthers, obviously. Yeah. If this is daddy daycare, if there are penguins or wasn't there, wasn't there a Jim Carrey movie where he like took yeah. care of penguins or there was something to do with penguins. Uh, I don't There's know. There's that man. book like, that we had to read in like middle school, Mr. Popper's Penguins. That's the that's the movie. We're that's what the about. movie was based on. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think one isn't enough, but I do. I think I'd be overwhelmed at 15 penguins because I'd start wondering like, where am I going to get all these fish? Why are they here? <laughs> Keith, what about you? Well, yeah, the parameters of the question keep changing because like at first I was like. <laughs> How many do I want to own or how, how many could I hand? Like I, the way I interpreted the way you said it was like, so how many could I manage versus how many could I fight and defend myself? Like that's at one point I was like, how many penguins can I kick the shit out of? Like, I don't know. Like See, that's, the, that's what I love about these silly questions is yeah. You totally have your druthers to fill in whatever you want to with that. But I am still very curious. Like what? So if an emperor penguin is the size of like a, a human, what is the size of like a bait? Like what's what's the small friendly penguin the size of? So I have a better scale. Like I don't know. Probably a dog. Like they're they, they I, can't. I was be gonna say a goose. Maybe yeah, they're about as That's tall still, as a toddler. But like, they're not a like I I wouldn't be afraid of that. And it's not that like I'm afraid of a lot of animals. I don't think I have any. Um, what you what are those? Um, Phobias. Yeah, or or like um, the fear that shouldn't exist or whatever those are. Like, I don't have a lot of those, but they're animals that you respect. Like, if I saw a bear, I wouldn't, like, go into cardiac arrest, oh my god, a bear. But I'd be like, I'm not going to go where that bear is, right? I don't have, like, Murph's fear of birds or healthy respect for dinosaurs, as she calls it. I don't have any of that. <laughs> um, so, but, like, an emperor penguin, I think if there was two... I would definitely kind of be like uneasy, For but sure. if they're those cute little mm-hmm. like, just those little Arctic penguins that like live, you know, with people, I think fifteen is. I think fifteen is, in all scenarios, fifteen would make me uneasy. That sounds fair. Yeah, I could, I could, I could, I could agree with all that. I guess uh, your questions always are so where. So where? <laughs> what I, now? What inspired this one? Because I'm I'm always more curious of where you pulled these out of your ass. Uh, that one, I don't quite remember. Because I think Morgan gave me one and I said, no, that's not silly or superfluous enough. And then I just started thinking, like, I, I was maybe on Twitter and saw something along the lines of, like, somebody around a lot of birds and then was just like that's not that many birds and then i kind of went well how many is too many but what kind of bird and i i it might have led me there (laughs) but it it genuinely just was just kind of nope that's what i'm going with it's that silly and that's how most of them are going to come up it is going to be just and it's fun to hear like how people react because i think that's what i want to do with these is just bring out Mm -hmm. a different reaction 
Because like for me, when I like full disclosure, when I pictured it, I was at the zoo and then somebody said, hey, the penguins escaped. And then like, I would then have to be like, okay, like how many? Because if (laughs) I turn the corner and there was two penguins, I'd go, that's not that scary. But if I suddenly turned a corner and 15 penguins all stopped and stared at me, I think then I'd be like, well, that's out of my league. And that's where I went with it when I first thought of the question, because I didn't prep myself when I thought of it either. So it's fun to hear you were like, how many do I fight? Like, no, how many do I own? Like, it's really cool. <laughs> well, I thought you were setting up the whole, what was it? It was the uh, the question that the other host kept asking. Uh, they got uh, They were asking Chad Leslie Smith, like, would they rather fight? x amount of uh miniature horses with louis simmons head or or louis it was something like that you know mm-hmm. it, was, it was it was basically fighting a miniature like a dozen a dozen miniature horses or one giant horse and they all had yeah. louis simmons head on it i think is that what those that what the yeah it's kind of like the, the, the gag was uh 50 duck sized horses or one yeah. horse sized duck <laughs> i think i think you're right that, that was thrown in there somewhere too yeah, I I don't remember. That's because that's that's immediately where my my mind was going. But I was like, okay, look, I'm, I'm, I'm having to I'm having to fight these little bastards. Well, you always have your druthers with the same yeah. question of the week. <laughs> Speaking of druthers, um, Kevin, I don't know if you're aware, but we have this game that we like to play with all of our guests. Uh, it's called Overrated Underrated. Um, now. We're going to give you a list of Kevin's specific questions, and they are going to um, be, you know, stuff that you have to decide whether they're overrated or underrated. You have your druthers, but you do have to pick a side. Okay, so I'm not allowed to ride the line. You're not allowed to ride the line. You do have to ride one horse with your ass. I'm going to start. Overrated, underrated. Go ahead. Keith is going to interject after my answer. That's possibly. That's crew. That's why we have to start this uh, early because I'm going to drag this out for another. It's going to take us 45 minutes to do overrated (laughs) underrated because I have a follow up question on all six of these. Or depending on your answer, I may or may not. Overrated overrated or underrated? Ray Finkel. Ray Finkel. Um, I don't know who that is. Cue the uh, Joey. Okay. Uh, so for context, he was a kicker for the Miami Dolphins, who um, eventually went kind of crazy uh, in his quest for revenge against Dan Marino in the movie Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Part mm. one. So lace is oh. in, lace is out. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I have not seen... Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. This so is our first. Sorry, I'm like, sorry, I seen what? It. Just, just uh... <laughs> sorry, what? You haven't? Oh, oh. that's just. I, I was like six years That's how, how old are you then? It's like you're. you're I, I'm thirty. I'm, okay, just, so you're thirty. Just shattered I'm by 30. the universe. <laughs> I think I. Uh, I'm, I'm thirty-eight in a couple weeks. How old are you, Joey? I don't think I even know this. Uh, old enough. Okay, you're gonna be a little young. Am- young enough very to do ambiguous. it. Ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> Young That's enough to fine. do it, old enough not to do it again. Uh, so, no, I'm 30. So, yeah, I'll be 30. Okay. So you and I are within a year, and then Big Kevin's a little baby, nine years younger than us, eight years oh. younger than us. 
Oh man, because that was such a good setup for a silly yeah. underrated. Yeah, that was, it was the first. That's the first time Ray, one of our OAs has gone just kicker. complete fireball. <laughs> just because he's a kicker, I'm going to call him underrated. No other reason. That's very fair. Yeah. Now Ray Finkel did cost them the Super Bowl, but it was because Dan Marino held the ball laces in. Mm-hmm. So that, we, we did quote that all the time. Yes. Laces out, Dan. Laces out, Dan. <laughs> And you didn't know what it was from. It was just something like you just. I, I did. I, I did end up knowing it was from that movie, but just still never saw it. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that, and that movie does not age well. There's a lot. No, of, no, no, definitely no. not that <laughs> character. That's why when yeah. I saw it on there, I was like, wow, he's going to ask that. That's like. That, <laughs> well, that's, I asked. That's I pushing asked, the limits, I think. I asked about <laughs> the kicker. Yeah. Not about not about the police chief. Uh, OK, mm-hmm. next. Overrated or underrated? Instagram censorship. Um, yeah, like no one rates that high, but it doesn't seem like it's a good thing. So I'm gonna have to call it overrated. Now, didn't you just have something randomly censored on your page? Um, I don't think so. I remember a while ago I've had a you know, uh, Instagram give me little nasty grams for having music on my page for that, like I claimed or allegedly you know playing some acdc in the background of my lifting videos but i don't think i've been censored for anything no i thought you recently i saw a post that said you had something taken down because of that because it had some music in it oh and here i was thinking and it has happened to me before but not recently i was thinking the whole setup for that was your uh your 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 streaking last year and your uh, yeah your 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 flashing in the my uh, my reveal video yeah 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 that guy that's where i thought he was going Oh, I was hoping. No, here I am. This is I'm zero for two, Keith. You're gonna have to take these on. <laughs> uh, well, I'll 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 go with mine at least. Uh, the ones. So, big Kevin, overrated or underrated? Spreadsheets. Spreadsheets underrated completely. You know, they, they help get all your ideas down. You can see trends that you didn't know about before. It's totally necessary and underrated. Now, are you a Google Sheets guy or are you an Excel? Do you use both? Because I love Google Sheets because I can use it on the road mm-hmm. from any device. I use it at work. I use it for personal stuff. I can just switch from my 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 work Gmail to my personal Gmail. And I got like literally a plethora of Google Sheets and Google Docs that I use on both of my emails. And it's the best thing ever because I can do it from any device. Yeah, I, I use both um, for like I track all my workouts on a Google Sheets that you know, I'll, I'll set up the document on a laptop, but then actually follow it and, you know, fill in my numbers for the day on my phone. Um, and it's also nice for just, you know, quick list that I might reference, you know, when I'm away from my laptop. But if I'm going to, you know, do some serious work on a spreadsheet, um, then I'll use Excel. I just more used to it. I like the, you know, formatting I can do with it better. Um, so I use it for, for work and for personal use all the time. Makes sense. Okay, oh. I guess I'll jump back in with some of my silly ones and hope they don't crash and burn like the first two. <laughs> he might. I, I I hope that he knows who this person is. Oh, well, there's a couple of them. I mean, yeah. Let's 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 find out. I'm I'm curious. Okay. Overrated, underrated. Roadkill. I, okay, I know where this is coming from. Uh, <laughs> so. I feel like people generally have a neutral opinion on roadkill. Like you don't like it, but it's 
probably doesn't bother too many people. Um, I'll say that it's overrated just because it's like, I guess I'd rather there not be a dead bloated deer on the side of the road. But I do know what you're saying. There's a couple weeks ago in the Discord, Joey, you mentioned that uh, uh, you had never seen more dead deer on the side of the road than you did when you were driving through Ohio. Is that right? Utter insanity. Utter yeah. insanity. And you commented that you were, you kind of were like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's when I yep. wanted to bring this up. And so, like, I don't, uh, it, it was shocking. Um, so my wife was the first to point it out. And it was a, just a crazy amount of deer when you're coming from, from Detroit down to Columbus. But then we mm-hmm. ended up taking the other way back. And somehow there were more. And yeah. I even saw a pile like somebody had been doing like cleanup, but then stopped and there were just like a pile of dead deer. So I messaged my buddy that was driving and I was like, this is the most amount of deer I've ever seen dead by the side of the road. So from that point to New York, he counted 21 deer carcasses. Wow. They keep why? putting those deer crossings on such busy roads. I don't know why they decided to do that, but. Well, you're right. Teach the deer to read, figure it out. Uh, but why? Why does Ohio seem to have more dead deer on the side of the road than any place I've ever driven through? Keep in mind, I've driven through almost like this entire Canadian country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really know what it is. Uh, I'm just used to it by now. I'm just mm-hmm. blind to it. Um, like when someone does comment, I was like, oh, yeah, there, there is a lot of deer around here. There, there was a uh, I remember one joke before this, like the, you know, the big sign on the highways that says, Welcome to Ohio. Look out for bump deer. <laughs> is it is that new? Like uh, so, when we came down to Columbus, we had came down just around the time of that big train explosion, and all the vinyl was mm-hmm. in the air. So my mm-hmm. wife was like, "Are they drinking the water and then getting sick and coming to the road to die, or is this just no, like it, always, it's always been like it's that? Always, yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. That's so crazy." Okay. I always thought states kind of like regulated it a little bit with like if it was really overcrowded that they like kind of pull back some of the restrictions on hunting and stuff too. Isn't that how they like mitigate it mostly? Is just by giving more deer tags out for hunters or am I way off base? I'm not a hunter, so I don't know. I got family that hunted, but I'm just. <laughs> right. I, I do know that, uh, you know, I don't know how they decide how many tags to give out in a given year, but Ohio, you know, there is a pretty, pretty good deer season here. And, uh, um, and when you get closer to the cities, there actually is, a, you know, some department related to our local police that, uh, you know, actually do, you know, call the herds when they need to. Um, obviously, they're not doing it enough, but it's crazy. No, the drivers yeah. are. The drivers are doing right. all the work. <laughs> okay. Maybe there's one other thing you can fill me on. Um, abandoned cars on the side of the road with yellow stickers on them. So as a Canadian, we don't have that here. What is happening there in Ohio? Yeah, can't say that I'm familiar with that. Um, I would imagine that's, you know, some sort of ticket or marker by police saying like, like, hey, either tow this car or don't tow this car. Okay. For one reason or another. But yeah, I'm not really sure what that is. Never saw it. But as soon as we hit Michigan, it was everywhere. I'm learning. I want to learn about your culture, too. (laughs) Okay. Overrated, underrated, and I hope you know who this person is. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. I I think he's underrated. Um, I loved the show um, Whose Line Is Anyway growing up. Yep. Um, yeah, so that was 
actually right back to the joke that I just said. Um, that's actually where I pulled the uh, "Welcome to Ohio." Look out for bump, bump, deer. Mm-hmm. That that joke was actually uh, I remember seeing that on the Drew Carey show um, when there is one of the improv things that they had to do. But yeah, so loved that show. Uh, loved him on Price Is Right. Uh, I was a little bit too young to watch the Drew Carey show, but like I knew it was funny and had a good following. But you know, overall, I don't think he ever really sold out. He kind of stuck with some local stuff, stuck around Cleveland. Um, so overall, Drew Carey underrated. And that that show introduced us to um, Ryan Stiles, who I love. Uh, he mm-hmm. he was on Who's Eyes It Anyway as well, and Deirdre Bader, who yeah. I am fairly certain half of the Discord thinks they are. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you remember him from Napoleon Dynamite. All right, mm-hmm. now this is the last one. Uh, and I want to say this is normally the one that, you know, is is the uh, decision maker. Uh, but now I'm not so confident in my questions. But that's okay. It's still a new podcast. We'll get there. Uh, this is something I've been meaning to talk to you about. Overrated, underrated, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, I think he's overrated. Um, I think he's a smart guy. Uh, puts out some good programs and stuff. But... Uh... He gets a little preachy at times, I think, about like, mm-hmm. look how smart I am about astrophysics. Um, you know, but it's not to say that he's not smart um, or has any good ideas, but uh, you, you can almost say he's the uh, part of the Pillar 4 group. You know, <laughs> sold out. Kind, kind of got out there into the, uh, you know, more more mainstream and, um, you know, try to, trying to make his opinions, you know, really known by everybody but now, he, he is smart he's got some some good stuff but it's interesting that you know an astrophysicist is a uh you know a, a household name at this point yeah well it, we do have this cultural aspect right now when somebody is smart in one topic we tend to demand that they're smart in all the topics exactly and, and then we give them some self-help guru aspect and and then they say shit like go to war with the bar. Now I asked you that question because mm-hmm. um, you do something really cool for a living. Yeah. Um, so I'm a mechanical engineer and I work at NASA Glenn research center in Cleveland. Um, no, I don't do anything cool and top secret like that. It's just, uh, you know, some of the equipment that we use happens to be pr- proprietary and like either belong to NASA or other companies that we work with. Um, but it's nothing, nothing secret or groundbreaking. It's just, you know, better iterations of the next. And uh, what we test are uh, uh, thrusters, which are satellite components that, you know, basically shoot satellites or other spacecraft once they're in space. It's the, the rockets get them into space, but it's the thrusters that move them around once they're up there. And my job is to uh, basically put them in a big vacuum chamber and test them and put them in a space-like environment and uh, let the folks who are smarter than me operate their thruster and see how long it takes for it to break. So (laughs) you test (laughs) thrusts all day. Yes. Well, they're effective. Congratulations on the baby. Okay, rapid fire jokes. Rapid fire. (laughs) Rapid fire. Um, Have you ever been to a rocket launch? Uh, No, I haven't. Uh, Those are all in like Florida and Texas. 
and you know so far away from from, from where I am. Um, so there has been some stuff that I've worked on that has made its way to space, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've not actually witnessed a, any sort of launch myself in person. So there's no chance you can put a lift sticker on a rocket for us. <laughs> no, but I, I would like to uh, sneak one onto one of our facilities. That'd be pretty cool. Smoke. Maybe if, maybe if uh, one of the one of the hosts can make can make a sticker that says "lift off," you know, <laughs> I'd be able to sneak that in. Nice. That nice. that would be good. Okay, Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh, I'm Star Wars. Okay, why? Because I've seen it. Um, so you haven't seen Star Trek? So I, I, there's a, there's I, a lot I've of Star Trek. You know, a handful of, of episodes. I've seen one or two of the movies, but I've seen most Star Wars stuff. That's so I know it better. I'm a little bit more into that that style of sci-fi, at least. Well, I would call it science fantasy. Yeah. Science fiction requires an extrapolation of current technology, so that's why mm-hmm. I call Star Trek more. Uh, also, yeah. I am a fucking nerd. <laughs> when yeah, it comes I guess to Star that Wars is more space opera than yes. sci-fi. It's yeah. Harry Potter with lightsabers. Yes. Speaking of Harry Potter, Kevin, this is uh, <laughs> your wife said you uh, that there's three things, three of the things that she said you love in life are Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, and Marvel. So I want you to rank those one to three very oh, quickly. One to three. Um, no, I don't, yeah, FMK. Ooh, no, okay. FMK, that's, Harry Potter. That's even better. Yeah, Marvel. I like that better, better one. Okay, yeah, one. that is better. Good job. I like this podcast. Ooh. Okay. Lord of the so, Rings. Harry I got a Harry Lord of the Rings. Um, Mary Lord of the Rings, F Marvel, and Kill Harry. Ooh. Because yeah. Harry will come back because he's the boy that lived. No, I, well, I think I'll still call it that, yeah. That's that's fair, I guess. I don't know. I think I'd I'd have to go Harry Potter over Marvel, I think. But I don't know. That's because like with with Harry Potter, you get all the books too. Like I'm not going to read a Marvel. I'm not a comic book fan, but I've read all the yeah. Harry Potter books. Like so, yeah. I would have to encompass that too. And I'm curious what they're going to do with the. Is it a remake or a spinoff of like the they're supposed to come out with in the next couple of years too? I think. Yeah, there's a new HBO series coming for Harry Potter. Um, I don't. I don't know if it's been confirmed if it's a reboot or or a spinoff yet, but looking forward to it. I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Absolutely. Well, that concludes my rapid fire questions. <laughs> I think that was more more fun than my overrated underrated. <laughs> <laughs> eh, I'll take it. Well, we're, I'm trying to remember what were what were the two that uh missed the cut because we when we before we started we had a couple extra that we kind of pulled last minute. I'm curious if those would have fared better just uh well, just with with Kevin's age maybe. I replaced um Ray Finkel was originally home alone. And it's like is it just cuz she yells yells his name? Oh, like yeah. that was such low hanging fruit. Yeah. Uh-huh. So as we that were telling sense. him about me being about being a kicker, and I was like, "The Jim Carrey movie, of course he's seen it." So yeah, gotcha. Stupid. I'll, I'll give Home Alone underrated, real, real quick. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is is Home Alone a Christmas movie? Uh yeah, well, yeah. it is a Christmas movie. I, I agree. Not as good as one as uh, Lethal Weapon and Die Hard, but it's up there, of course. Right, and Eyes Wide Shut, which is the best Christmas movie. That's a weird movie. What movie? 
Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. Haven't seen it. Uh, Tom you Cruise. You don't need to see that. Uh, yeah. Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, and an orgy. Yeah. Okay. It's just like a, it's a very like swinger sex kind of thing. A lot and of dongs. like a murder mystery too, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. It? A lot of dongs in that movie. I mean, we we had we had some of those on the podcast last week. You know, where we talked about it a fair amount. So that's a sort of one of our reoccurring segments, I guess. It's just peckers. <laughs> All right, guys, that brings us about just past the hour mark. We want to want to bring it on home, bring it on around down. No, Kevin has to flip the script on us, though. This is a, this is a new segment that I want to try to keep oh, yes, running. Uh, it kind okay. of crashed and burned last week because I just didn't prepare scans for it. They didn't know I was going to ask. But, Kevin, uh, you can ask. Uh, this is your platform. Ask Joey and I a question. It can be a, 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 a individual question for each of us or a, yeah. a one-off. We'll both answer whatever you got. Uh, I, I do have... Uh, individual questions for both of you. Um, Keith, I'll start with you because I think um, this one could potentially be a quicker answer. Um, why orange? Uh, so let's see. When I was the the high school that my brothers went to that I would have gone to, like there, there was black and orange. They were the, the South Harrison Hawks, black and orange you know i went to every my, my my brother played football there i was a diehard fan like i thought i was going to grow up. it was a very small school there was like two there was only one there was I think there was two elementary schools that fed into one middle school that fed into one high school or something like that so there was only like my my graduating class would have been like 50 or 75 so it was just a very small town mm-hmm. like the high school football team was the thing so orange always resonated from a young age uh for that um, I ended up moving and not going to school there anyway, but that's that's nonetheless like Orange has always just stuck with me. Um, and then also I'm a diehard Cleveland Browns fan, so Orange is in that. But I think I think before the Cleveland Browns, I think it was always just you know Orange and Black uh, from my childhood. Just my 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 brother's high school sports growing up as a kid. That sadly I only well no because I I I I played a couple years of Pop Warner, so I did wear the uniform a few times. Uh, but for the most part, like all my athletic days and all my school spirit stuff was in different colors. But as a kid, like, you know, you never outgrow shit that you're like, is instilled to you when you're like between five and nine at Old Field. So that is why the orange has just been my obsession. So is Halloween yeah. just like the best time for you? Because it's really like an orange. I know, like, not because have the Halloween orange is more of like the burnt, like it's not this. I mean, I guess some of it is the same sometimes. I mean, I, I do enjoy Halloween, but it's not not necessarily because of orange or anything like that. But uh, just orange in general, I always, I always, uh, anytime I see orange in someone's like gym or just in their background, or like I see an orange car and I'm like, I just want to give it a thumbs up, you know. I don't know why it's, it's, yeah. a, it's, I think part of it is just like it's, I feel like maybe social media and Instagram and stuff is just like made it, it's people think of me as that. So I have to kind of embrace the persona a little more. So maybe I'm, maybe it's almost embellished how much I do like it just because I have to kind of play up to the bit, but I really do fucking like orange. Yeah. That's interesting too. Cause, uh, so I like orange. I've got orange in my gym too. Not, not nearly as much as you have, but like I've got Mm -hmm. on my squat rack here. I've got on uh, my barbell gun rack and a few little banners and logos here and there. Um, and for me, it's almost the same thing. Uh, uh, where I went to college, Ohio Northern University, black and orange. Uh, growing up, loved the Browns. And also the first powerlifting gym I went to, Old School Iron in Cleveland, all their racks were orange. So, like, I wanted to bring that same kind of same kind of thing into my gym, too. So, that was cool that we both, both are on the orange team here. Nice. 
All right, and Joey, um, it was appropriate then that you asked me FMK for um, for some of my three fandoms. Um, so I got one for you. Mm-hmm. So FMK, kilts, cigars, and tattoos. Uh, so F cigars. Because those I could just have all the time. Um, <laughs> It's a fun thing. I don't have an addictive personality except for one thing. Um, but with cigars, I can have three today and then not touch them for two or three weeks or a month. But I enjoy cigars. So I will at any time, as long as they're not Cuban, light up, sit outside, stare at the sky, smoke. Uh, probably marry kilts because I own three. And they are the best thing. They're just comfortable. Um, I used to wear them as a proper Scott till I had kids. And you can't be chasing kids around a playground with nothing under your kilt. So <laughs> that so we started wearing something under them that day. Uh, but I guess that means I would kill tattoos because honestly, I don't really need those. They feel like wet fire. Uh, they're not pleasant to get, um, and I don't take them so serious. So, like, people that get tattoos and they're like, All right, it needs to mean something. I'm just like, nah, nah, you're going to die, and it's not going to mean anything. It doesn't matter. Just have fun while you're here. That's why I have a Massonomics tattoo. I have a Macho Man tattoo where Macho Man is a little milk creamer cup. And they tilted the lid up to be the cowboy hat. And it says cream of the crop. Like none of my tattoos, except for maybe the one on my chest and hand, actually have any meaning beyond this will be funny. And it'll make me laugh. And it's on my body for the rest of my life. So till tattoos. I was talking earlier. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, those are some good answers there. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. not easy to surprise me, but <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoy all three of those. I think I'm tattooed out. I think my wife wants to get a tattoo. I'm taking her to some event. Her Mother's Day present was tickets to some event where they're going to go and do shit that wives like, like chakra readings and crystals and whatever, right? But I told her I would take her and her parents are going to take the kids so her and I can go have some time there. And I think they're doing tattoos, so she wants to get matching tattoos. So that might be one I have to endure. I don't really want another tattoo, but it is what it is. And cigars, I really wanted one tonight, but like, ugh, I have that meat in a day. Oh, you, you'd probably really love to like smoke and podcast. I'm assuming you don't smoke in the house. You only smoke outside. Yep. Don't smoke so in the house. Like, you'd have to like get it a big ass extension cord. And I don't even know how it would be podcasting outside to be able to actually smoke and podcast. Or how that would how would that sound like when you when you puff like would that I don't know, you have to like mute yourself or would it, is it so like the sound itself is muted that you wouldn't really you I wouldn't yeah I don't, unless it's in your mouth you probably aren't going to hear the the burning sound you hear me breathing a lot now when we get the shed installed I might do some of my podcasting out there in uh, in the summer but so that might give me an opportunity to do this but not no no when the kids are around. I, if I'm smoking, the kids have to be away from me. Uh, it's illegal in Ontario to smoke in the car with your kids. Good. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't smoke in the house. So 
So speaking of Big Showy's shed, it's going to be uh, sponsored by Massonomics. You know, they're the one putting the bill for it up there. <laughs> There's, I'm not, I'm not sure how the money exchange works from American dollars to Canadian dollars, but they're gonna, they're gonna mail him another big check so he can get that shed going. So we just wanted to thank our sponsors again, Big Massonomics over there. Uh, they've uh, Nate wanted us to mention one of their uh, big things that they've been pushing lately is their blogs. The, the two hosts, they really like sitting down at the computer and typing out blogs, like long format text. It's something they're just really big fans of. I came across one that looked pretty fresh. It looked like it's from 2016. And uh, it was actually pretty cool. It was the uh, what if the NFL power, what if in these NFL players power lifted? And it had a whole bunch of uh, current NFL players from 2016, that is. Uh, and the way basically what their estimated one rep maxes would be and what their totals, it was actually kind of cool. So if you're not a fan already, if you're not, if it's, if it's not someone you follow already, which you should i can't imagine you really think there's people listening to our podcast that don't follow them already outside of our wives because i know my wife um i think my wife might actually follow messonomics now though so i don't know but uh go follow messonomics they are great don't forget to follow us at unpaid.and.underrated um it is not a serious site at all we will be posting jokes memes um try not to be too critical or insulting of anybody so if there is something you want to send me that you think would be a fun post for the crew, send it my way to that. It is me running it. That's an admin reveal. Uh, Kevin, is there anything you want to let them know before we jump off, where to find you, what they can do, how to donate to your uh, Take a Lap Fund, anything you want to give them? Yeah, uh, so the Take a Lap Foundation, um, I think the best way to find them and find anything else is just to you know search Take a Lap or Take a Lap Foundation on Instagram. They have a whole page on there that leads to everything else. Um, you can find me at Kevin underscore RSG underscore 18. RSG stands for Ray Hill Strong Gym. It's what I, a very creative name I decided to name my basement gym. And one more thing I just want to throw out, you know, to thank our sponsor again, is that uh, after meeting everybody at the Arnold, my wife was... Uh, very appreciative and uh, complimentary of the Massonomics crew. Uh, she thought it was like like a really cool group of guys that just like, it's like, so you've never actually met these guys in person before? Or like, I guess I met Tanner and Tommy the year before that, but it's like, no one else like, no, no, we're just buddies now. Just meet them in the person for the first time here. And uh, she kind of compared that to a lot of the other people, you know, at the Arnold that had like the, you know, go to war with the bar t-shirts on or the, the broccoli hair boys um, and the sh shark tooth boy. Shark boy. <laughs> and, you know, she's like, wow, you guys are just normal and you like lifting. This is a really cool group of guys. And I'm glad you, you found this. So just, you know, major props to, to Massonomics and the crew. Uh, it's awesome to hear. I love hearing that. My wife mm -hmm. said the, said the same thing. She's I'm happy you found your people. And, uh, you know, I got to hang out with you, like I said, all day. Uh, we even went to brothers afterwards and I just yep. couldn't, I couldn't last the, the guys were, I think it was nine 30 and I'd been up since six 30 and my wife was like, the kids won't sleep. I need help. And I was like, I have to bail. So I actually didn't get to hang out with everybody afterwards, but I did get to hang out with you and Nate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I agree. It's, uh, that's why we're here. That's why we're doing this is because, you know, the podcast wants to interview the famous people, but like we all like each other enough that we could just talk. And, you know, except for my terrible overrated underrated, 
um i think you know we're gonna get this is gonna this is gonna be really fun for quite some time absolutely absolutely so you can find me this is uh big keith keith honeycat 73 on instagram if you want to see my orange gym it's at the no one seller and we will see you next tuesday guys uh i'm big joey and you can Sorry. find me at joey underscore malesco m-l-e-c-z-k-o <laughs> i got our sign off there a bit quick um ah uh, guys uh we didn't get to big matt again uh big matt mostly squat videos wanted to get to you this week um you know but me and kevin just had a little a little too much fun definitely try and get to you next week again and uh if you want to give us that sign off again we can head see off. you next tuesday boys 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 uh, uh.